and you gotta pray or whatever, just take a little moment of silence with me, um, right quick. I just wanna say thank you. Thank you for allowing this opportunity to happen. Thank you for gathering these wonderful people, wonderful people around me to make this vision come true. I wanna say that whatever I gotta do to keep being a better me, help me. I give it all to you. I give everything to you. And I truly am thankful. And for, if, as they say, if you don't do nothing else for me, you already done enough. But I show you use a little more. In your name we pray. Amen. Yeah. La. Catch me smoking where I ain't supposed to be. Never let a hoe get close to me. Going up, that's my direction. Only G's in the smoking section. No whole lot when I roll up and we slow up on that doja. Laying out on the sofa, lighting that supernova. That flight, this that gas, this that best you ever had. And I roll that shit so good. This that shit you don't want past. This that shit you want to last for forever. Baby, come with me. We can smoke this shit together. Yeah, I'm tapped in with the plug. Now I'm smoking out the bag. Got some jet fuel, you still got that jet lag Hey yeah, we got them dabs from the 710 labs Quality over quantity, you could go and check the tap And nigga, I ain't bragging, I just tell it like it is And no, it ain't my fault, everything we do is big And I just took a hit, but I think I have another If you're looking for the chief, no, you will not find no other In the smoking section In the smoker section. Whoa, what's that with you? How y'all doing? Welcome to Match One. This is the very first episode where we highlight weed and we highlight the weed artists behind them. First of all, we're gonna start off with this thing right quick with your boy Hassan, aka Ha Sizzle, the voice of the streets, the one and only Mr. Bounce Biggity Bounce. <laughs> what's up brother what's good man how you doing brother how you doing i'm good i can't complain you can't complain nah they weren't listening anyway <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel about uh, uh, i was calling i'm a small it okay all right look grab your blunt man grab your blunt see this right here is the first episode right here where we're going to talk about we and we're going to talk about the artists you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about the artists and the weed mm. now i in the south you know we don't really get too many Strands that come across our way like like California or DC or places that have it legal So when you want the gas, which is sometimes hard to find mm -hmm. You'd be happy with what you get you dig? Mm -hmm. But people don't understand that people from the south especially in New Orleans We smoke herb and we like gas, you know what I mean? And a lot of people would be like, oh, they still smoking Reggie. No, we want cookies too We want runts. We want the lemon pound cake. We want the nosh, the real deal mm -hmm. And so I want to bring on people to the show who I know are true smokers and stoners who also make a huge impact in the city who only do for the city but the city loves as well mm -hmm. and so to have you uh hot sizzle is a true honor i appreciate it man. true honor man i appreciate it so before we get started i want to ask you a few things first off hot sizzle man you've been recording since how long oh my god about to be what 16 years yeah 16 years and uh, I'm one of the biggest tracks that uh, that really stopped out, jumped out first. 2005, they bounced it big there. Am I right? Nah, uh, she wrote that. She wrote. And that's it to this day. It's one of the hottest songs. <laughs> People are still riding dick like soldiers. Right, they are. Right? <laughs> they're not going to stop no time soon either. <laughs> uh, it was Bounce It Big It, Bounce It, and she wrote that dick like a soldier and Buckle Your Knees. I dropped three songs uh, at one time. 
2005, the summer of 2005, and uh, due to Katrina, everyone spreading out everywhere. Everyone had uh, the the burned CDs with my music on it, and it was everywhere. So due to Katrina, um, it wound up making it that song bigger than what the fuck, you know. That's how big it got because of Katrina. Right. That was the songs everyone had everywhere. So. I mean, it's, it's what we needed at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember Katrina, and uh, in that time, those songs is what kept us close to home. It what made us want to go back home, you know? Right, right, right. So with that being said, fast forward, you go straight into, like, that's 2005, right? Mm-hmm. And before we even get to fast forward, what made you even jump into this bounce thing from the start? Uh, believe it or not, growing up, uh, hand bounce music. Um, it was a... Man... I always I, I say this because of movies that I watch. When I watch movies, a lot of movies I watch uh, when I was a kid was mostly in New York, and uh, you watch how Biggie was a, a impact on so many different other artists in his time. Uh, in New Orleans, the impact was MCTT Tucker, DJ Irv, DJ Jubilee, DJ Jimmy. Jim, yeah. These sounds as a child. I was born in '88, so just imagine, you know, the '90s of hearing this music and being able to understand this music mm-hmm. uh, as a child. It just it's in my soul honestly like that's what I heard growing up and I just decided to grow up and say I wanted to master it and I did <laughs> and you did you did so um let me ask you this you know working with all these great artists I remember the first time I heard you on Drake's Child's Play mm-hmm. fuck me up fuck me up cause the thing is as I'm listening to it I hear I'm hearing the bounce in the back, you dig? And I'm like, wait a minute, rewind that shit back when I first. I think everybody when they first heard that shit, they was like, run that shit back, run that shit back. And you hear that she rolled that dick, and like, you were like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Is that? And so next thing you know, you like from that moment, honestly, that moment I saw bounce in itself take off. Mm-hmm. From that moment, mm-hmm. tell me about that moment, and tell me about how you feel about working with other artists since then. Uh. That moment, believe it or not, that moment was a, a amazing fucking moment because the year of 2016 was the same year I decided that I would was going to quit bounce rapping. Really? And just pursue my career into being a manager in restaurants. Get the fuck out of here. They ass. And, um... You was a manager of restaurants? I, I was a host and I was a, a server, but I was the manager of the hostess. And then after that, by me doing that, they just... Agreed on me taking all the classes and knowing everything in the restaurant that, you know, Hassan, how about this? What if you just, you know, take the classes and did this to be a regular shift manager, a manager of the restaurant? I was just like, okay, fuck, I might as well. I did everything else in the restaurant. I was already moving up. I was making more money. I was doing so much. And I was like, fuck, fuck it. The bounce music, you know, it's not really paying me like it's supposed to or whatever. So I'm going to go with this move. Shit. Show me. Damn. <laughs> when it least expected, April. Pitch it, April, the week before Drake album dropped. The week before it dropped. It dropped April the 29th. So did Drake hit you or 40 hit you? Uh, no, 40, 40 didn't hit me. It was the It was the manager, the 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 manager, the For those publisher. Who don't know, uh, 40 is uh, one of Drake's. Yeah, he's the producer. Producer. Super producer. The main producer. You know, right. 40 got the hour for, uh, for OVO. Yeah, for OVO. Yes. Uh... It was the producer, the publisher, and it was somebody. It was it was a, it was a few people because it was like a big conference call. You had to dial this number in, and once you dial this number in, you get added into the call. And I got added into the call. Um, 
Drake, like everyone was on the phone. And he was just like, hey, we have this song for you uh, that we love to play for you. Um, which, you know, we sampling you. And they played the song on the phone first. And when I heard it on the phone, I'm sitting there in Indian style in my bed smoking a blunt. <laughs> And I was I was in total shock that I couldn't believe what I was in. Like I had to put the phone <laughs> on the speaker where everyone else that was in the room could know like I'm not fucking tripping. <laughs> right then and there I was preparing like the next day to go to work and be like, I'm gonna do my classes for you know, to become a manager. Nah, the next day I something in store for you. <laughs> and the next day I was just like, Whoa, fuck no. Next day immediately, like dead ass. The next day was just like I have to put an album out. Yeah. ASAP. And what I did was I took a lot of my music that I know that was not internationally heard at all. I took a lot of my songs that I felt that was amazing songs like to put out for the world. And I came out with my first album, The uh, the Voice of Bounce, the voice of Volume 1. And I did a music video for my song, Shake Down on there. Uh, rump Shaking's on there too, right? No, not Rump Shaking. That's, that's one of my favorite actually. Rump Shaking is love making. That's, that's an that's album a, of Rump Shaking Love Me is, is another album of his own. That, that, one, that track, I'll tell you. Mm. But I uh, I did that, and once I put that album out, uh, I put it out like right after Drake. As soon as he dropped his, I put my album like right out right after him because I know I was a buzz. Yeah, yeah that was a small and, move. You was hot. Uh, Everyone, of course, went to looking for the guy. She wrote their dick from every magazine, went to hit me up. Every blog, every person just went to hit me up. And immediately, I knew that was like the smartest move. Believe that move saved my life. Because yeah. without that move, if I would not have done that, I would not have made my bag immediately. All for myself and not just all for anyone else. But I made my bag off of my own album. This helped you create your own entertainment, right? right. Like uh, it made, the Hustlers Entertainment. It made me open up doors to get my own publishing company that I have right now. Hostickum Sounds of Bounce Publishing mm -hmm. Company. Uh, <laughs> it also helped me out uh, in the industry. Uh, wise of uh, meeting and talking to new people. I, uh, I gained an amazing publisher. Shout out to Deb Ravens. Amazing. Uh, and I gained multiple friends in the industry. You also got some young and upcoming uh, uh, new artists that you are giving shots out and chances to who are doing very well, like uh, your young DJ, uh, DJ Chicken Wing. Uh, DJ Chicken Wing, DJ Rocket, uh, my girl Reedy. Uh, is multiple different artists that uh, I have had, that I had a chance to mentor, and I, I'm, I'm very honored by it um, and humbled by it because I watch so many artists, uh, you know, I, we all get it. You're going to start, it's not going to be like that fast pace, but eventually it's going to get the majority of these artists that I have uh, been around to mentor and also be friends with, uh, they're winning. And I'm proud to see that more than anything. Definitely, so. definitely. Well, now we learned a little bit about how Sizzle and the Bounce World. Let's talk a little bit about this weed. You ready? So, Hot Sizzle, let me ask you this. When was the first time you got high? The first time I got high was my 12th birthday. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> what? It was my 12th birthday in the Calio Projects. <coughs> okay, okay. Makes sense. Uh, we we walked from we walked from by my court. I stood in Thalia Court, and we left from by my court to go, uh, I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I think it was, uh, where it was? I think it was, was it? I think it was Johnson Court. It was one of them. I, I remember where we went. But uh, my friends, they had some weed and stuff, and it was my birthday, and I was excited. I wanted to try the weed and all that, so 
uh, was it? Wait a minute. So with, with it's age twelve. This had to be like what early two thousands, late nineties. Mm-hmm. So this is Reggie. Yes, this is Reggie. Then. For those who don't know what Reggie is, we gonna throw a little picture up there for y'all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nickel bag. Oh, so, nice uh, little nickel bag. It was a small nickel bag. Have, a, I mean, have that bag full of sticks bag. and seeds. And uh, we rolled the weed, and uh, well, they rolled it, and I smoked it. And I'm talking about I got so fucking high. When I tell you I got high, I got high. Okay. I went home. Um, I tried to play it off, you know, and everybody telling me happy birthday. My mama went. <laughs> Dulu. My nickname. Another thing. I have a nickname that the world don't know, but I can tell a nickname. My nickname. My nickname is Dulu. 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 Yes. My grandfather gave me that nickname. Shout out to all the rosters because my grandfather was a true roster. Okay. Uh, so what does Dulu mean? Uh, a bad child. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And a fire started. It was multiple different things that my grandfather told me about Delu. And uh, that was my nickname, Delu. But short and everyone was calling me new. And my mom was like, Delu? Look at me. And I was having my head like this. I said, what? She said, boy, put your fucking head up. And I put my head up. I look at Oh. And she looked at my daddy and she said, Googie. Delu was smoking <laughs> weed. Oh, damn. My daddy said, come here. He said, let me smell your breath. <laughs> I went, oh, shit. You smell like a whole phone. Yeah. So I'm immediately, I'm getting nervous. I'm thinking about getting my ass hooled and so forth. And my daddy said, you know what that means, though, huh, bro? I said, what? My daddy said, if you, are, if you feel like you're growing up to buy it and smoke that shit, you buy that shit on your own. Don't ask, don't ask us for our money to get that shit. And that's when my allowance thing really had kicked in, kicked in. Because I yeah. wasn't getting the lines like my brother and sister. They was older. Right. But I just started getting the lines. Like, okay, since this is something that we know that you do, and we, we're not going to be really be able to stop you doing that shit, you're going to do it how you want to do it either way. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? My daddy felt like he understood because he said he'd been smoking weed since he was, like, real young. But he said he just understood. He was like, if, you're going to do it anyway, period. When you say your grandfather, true Rasta, that's from your mom's side or your daddy's side? That's from my mom's side. Your mom's side. Mm-hmm. So she know too, but she ain't fucking with it. Oh, she, she smokes now. My, my mom and my dad been smoking their whole life. My grandmother, my grandfather, everyone has smoked. So they all had an uh, understanding that like we wasn't the problem. It wasn't at all. But you thinking you grown will be the problem if since you want to be grown, you got to handle your own. You have to handle your own. You have to get it yourself. Okay. Like it's not our responsibility to give it to you. You know we smoke it. Don't come in here trying to steal ours. Did they try to educate you on it a little bit? Um, my dad and my grandfather did educate uh, educate me on it. The crazy thing is, I rest in peace with my grandfather. He died of coronavirus this year. Mm. Um, my grandfather, as as a child, I know this is about to sound like oh my god, and y'all better not judge my grandpa. Fuck y'all. Right <laughs> now. As a child, we used to line up all us, all my cousins, my brothers and sisters, everybody. We used to line up, and my grandfather just used to bring us to him, and he used to give us a gun, mm-hmm. and go lay down and go to sleep. Dead ass. So that was almost like a ritual thing. Dead ass. Like it's like all right, y'all. All the children. Y'all, y'all, y'all got too much energy. Yep. We ain't about to give y'all no uh, medicine. Yep. I'm you know dead what I'm saying? We're gonna give y'all my a little, little smoke. We'll choke our smoke. ass off. Go lay your ass down. Go sleep. Everybody go in that room, lay down. I and y'all going to sleep. Everybody went in that room, and we laid our fucking ass down. We all went to sleep. We go- we goofed out and laughed a little bit. <laughs> but eventually we went to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like my uncle Kendall, uh my uncle Kendall was like the same close to the age around us as well. Like it's it's crazy. I'm about to tell y'all some other crazy shit. My mother have two kids that's older than my grandmother, two kids. 
Okay. See, that's my sister that's is like older than my auntie, and my brother is older than my uncle. My grandma, when she had uh, her oldest child, she my great grandmother had her youngest child, and my grandma had both of them on, on each tip. You know what I'm saying? She had a sister and her daughter on each on one tip piece. So I get it. I totally get it. So that being said, uh, all of us was around the same age. My grandfather used to, you know, pretty much just get us high. But the thing is, once you get to a certain age and you want to start getting high up on your own, you have to provide for yourself. Provide for yourself, meaning, you know how the, the saying is, oh, don't come hoover and try to smoke my weed because you ain't got no weed type of shit. And my dad and them did teach me that too. If you're going to smoke with other people, there's no other yeah. people not going to smoke with you all the time for free. <laughs> and that's true. Like uh, I told, uh, I remember my friend, uh, he, he had brought me to a session for New Year's Eve by his family. And he was like, oh man, you got to worry about weed, you got to weed up. But I was like, nah, bro. Like, you know, that's just a ritual thing for me to bring my own God, at least one God to the session mm -hmm. to say, hey, I'm not here to smoke up all your shit. I didn't come empty handed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ain't saying that people, because people are your friends. You know who come won't smoke with you. You, you don't mind smoking. They may not have this in a third. But there are people out in the world who only come around just to smoke your shit. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something. You're absolutely right about that. Because I know they have some people who don't have good, good, good weed. And sometimes they come around other people because, like, man, I want to try some good shit. So I'm going to go around whoop de whoop because whoop de whoop have it. Yeah. Uh, crazy thing is, when we sit here and we talk about weed, some of the country parts of Louisiana have weed that they call Reggie that is not Reggie. What is this? Like some mid? It's mid. But it's some they, mid. What do you call so, it? Popcorn in Texas? Yes. It's some mid that's so good. When you look at it, you would think it's a, which you know is a family of, of the Kush family. It looks so good. So, no seeds, no sticks. It looks so, like, I, I was amazed. And when I smoked, I was so high. My best friend, Joe Jackson, said, uh, he. Joe had, Jackson, hold on. You can't just say that. Like, that's my best friend, Joe Jackson. Uh, Joe the Homo. Joe Jackson. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, he's the comedian as well. He go by Joe Jackson. But Joe, he's from Homer, and Joe brought some weed to me. And when he brought the weed, I was like, he said, it's Reggie. Well, Joe was like, bitch, we smoke, whatever. I, I don't believe in all that bitch, good, bad, whatever. Bitch, weed is weed. I've been smoking weed forever we'll do support. So I'm looking, I'm like, Joe, this not no Reggie. He was like, no, this this Reggie from home. I said, boy, there ain't no motherfucking Reggie. <laughs> I said, how much this was? And it was a half. He saw just 25. I said, well, you need to uh, go give me $100 worth. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's a half, and that's what? That's a whole two ounces. Man, like I said, the shit was fucking good. The shit was amazing. Like, it was dope. I remember before, like, really, Kush hit New Orleans real big, you dig? I mean, like, before Gas really hit New Orleans, before Chronic, mm -hmm. before they had fucking um, Dro, Hydro. Mm -hmm. Like, Reggie did some mid that was really good out there that, like, when you smoke that shit, it really got you high. But I just remember the first time I hit the gas, it was rap. It was no more looking back. Like, it was no more buying that. It was no more, I don't give a fuck if it was good, bad. It was gas only, petroleum. You remember All right? when everyone... Propane and propane accessories. You remember when everyone started smoking, like, perp and all these yes. rest of this shit? When, when, it, when it first came out and how people, some people was catching high flashes? Yeah. Bro, you remember when some people really just really had to take their shirt off and everything? It was like, say, brother. Say, right. say brother. <laughs> Man, I don't know, son. I'm, I'm bugging out, son. <laughs> I don't know, son. I done seen that shit when Perp first hit the fucking streets in New Orleans. Nigga, I remember when they start uh, selling $10 motherfucking grams in this city. Yeah, yeah I remember that started. Son, when they first start selling $10 a gram of Perp, 
everybody was losing their mind. You remember when everybody used to uh, roll their blunts, but they used to roll it where it can look thick. Like for instance, this was roll on, but we used to roll it to about right there because we wanted all that all that weed just to fit up in there just right. Yeah. And then it really was puff puff pads when Perp first came out. Oh, like, oh yes, it was the rotation really, was really the rotation was serious as a motherfucker. You fucked you up, man. Me? You fucked up. You Wet mouth on a go. Oh no, nigga, you couldn't do none of that. Like say, say, these are texts. These are files on the plate. This perp, puff, puff, <laughs> pass. See the wretched, nigga. You a whole that bitch like an instant. Nigga ain't even telling you nothing no more. Cause you didn't roll them that half an ounce in a go and a fucking uh, keep it moving. You hear me? Man, and a keep fucking moving, bro. A keep moving and a strawberry uh fucking uh Philly. I never forget them fucking cigars when the nigga first started smoking, bro. The keep moving, you just have to rip. You have to take the other little part out. People just be telling you, say, bro, you're smoking with the black part of that. You're going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> let, me ask you let me ask you this, Sizzle. Fuck, son. While we talking about that moment, like, what, what, what was, like, what was the most exciting or most favorite time you ever got high? Oh, my God. One of the, my one of my favorite times, I got high in Miami uh, on the beach. Uh, I, I, have, I have several, but I can speak on this one. I got high in Miami on the beach, and you couldn't, you, bro, you could not fuck. I can't swim. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to lie. I'm a Pisces, too. I'm a water sign. I can't swim. Okay. But, you like the water? Yes, I love the water. But this day, I got so fucking high. You could not tell me, nigga. I was not swimming. I was right in the front, too. But I was going, too. <laughs> Listen, but the thing is. In the ocean. Yes, I was going. I was going sideways. Which that ocean but is so wide. I, I could way. stand up though. Where I was, I could stand up. Okay, but I can tell you, you couldn't tell me I wasn't fucking gone because <laughs> I was on this side. And then when I got done, nigga, I was down here. <laughs> I don't know if the water brought me that way, but I felt like I was swimming. I went back, boy. I'm sitting. I said, bro. I said, son. I really not a swim now. Next day, not high. Decide to go chill in the pool at the hotel. Some say jump off the diving board. I can swim. I can swim. Jumped off that diving board, and my black ass went straight down. <laughs> and they had to come get me. They had to come get me, bro. Let but me that say, was the, that was that was a good high moment right there, seriously, because I thought I could swim. Let me say this: Do you think that the weed helps you with like releasing your fears and taking away that fucking anxiety? right? Yes, I have to smoke every time I hit some of the. Biggest, some of the biggest stages I have been on in front of thousands of people. I smoke, fuck a drink. I smoke. I always felt like I was always in more control when I smoked than when I drank. Yes, always I in way more control. The drink had me woozy. I, I get dizzy. The weed, I'm alert. I'm ready. I'm josing. I'm I'm just ready. I'm prepared. I don't know nobody out there, but guess what? When I walk out there and I'm high, bitch, I know everybody. What's up? Right. I talk how the fuck I won't talk. If somebody be like, oh my God, he just called me a bitch. Yes, I did. Hey, bitch. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm a bitch. You're right. You <laughs> are a bitch. So, hello, go, go with it. Because you're not doubting anything. I'm not doubting anything at that moment when I'm high. But they have had times when I wasn't high and I had to perform. And I was just like, fuck, bro. Like, this is about to be so booty popping, rum shaking, love making. Like, God, it's about to be so dry and so fucking wet. Turn the music up. Like, let me just rap over my music type shit. Like, I had to do that before. Because I didn't have no weed. And there was some places where I had to perform where they didn't have weed. Or they didn't find it in town. And I performed already. As soon as I got off stage, they found weed. Hold up. Wait a minute. Bitch, I got to perform again. 
Right, I gotta really give them the real. Wait, how says what you're saying? I wanna do it again. Some people, oh, let me grab the mic and let me do it, you know, cut up a little bit more. Some tell people you, be like, nah, I said, you did good, you did amazing, man. But to them, everyone, I did good. But to myself, I'd be like, man, you don't understand. I can do so much more right. if I was on my level. Right. And my level is a level of enjoying to smoke marijuana. Yes, I love smoking marijuana. I smoke marijuana a lot. More than a lot. A lot. From the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. From the shit, shave, and shower to everything. Nigga, I sit in the tub and smoke. Okay. Nigga, I take a shower and put my hand out the what you call them and hit it two times because the song that I'm listening to is so fucking good. It's a vibe. Right. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, just saying that uh, we make some people lazy. We make some people not. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm saying. I think lazy people are already lazy. Yeah, lazy people are already lazy, but the word. Let me say that. Let Let me rephrase it. The word. Some people say we make you lazy, we make you not want to do nothing. With me, I sleep in five sizzle. Nigga, weed is the reason why you shaking your motherfucking ass right now. Weed is the reason why the songs that you hear you love right now. Every song I have ever created and ever made, I have been high as a motherfucker. Some of the best performances you have seen me uh, live, for, for instance, from the jazz market on down to coming to Blazing Worship, I have been fucking high as a motherfucker. And people sit there and say, oh my God, you write this shit down? You this, you that? No, nigga, I'm high. How you remember it? I remember it because I'm always high. And as long as I'm high, I remember it. And people be like, this nigga really remember everything he just said just now on one zone. I let me, do. Let me ask you this, and and, and uh, you can agree or not uh, agree, but uh, I do believe that uh, the whole process, especially when we're rolling blunts, especially, but anything we're rolling weed or anything how you pack your bowl, is a ritualistic med- meditation type of process, and that you're getting ready. It's almost like when Buddhists get ready, they sit the whole thing around their, their rug and their, their bowl and whatever they do, and they sit, you know, when a person sits down with, in their own solemn quiet with their own music, mm-hmm. they roll up, and they smoke, and they calmly just chill out and get in their zone. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a, a spiritual meditation piece. Uh, for me, it is because I meditate a lot. I'm not your, uh, not your normal nigga. <laughs> I do meditate a lot. I pray a lot. I really do. I take time out for myself. I allow myself to be, to, to give myself uh, enough energy to make uh, to make sure that my energy is right to be around other people. Like I'm not the type of person that I go around people knowing that I'm not in a good mood. I'm not going to uh, have a bad energy and bring it around another person. That's just not me. Well, since we're talking about other people, who would you like to, who's your favorite person to smoke with? Like, not like who you want to, but who is your favorite person right now that you like, when you think of a blunt and a person, you think of this person right here. <laughs> Fuck, man. Damn. There's so many people I would love to smoke with. Jasmine Sullivan is one of them. No, no, no. Not people you love to. We're going to get to that later. People that you already know that you love to smoke with right now. Like like when you think of, when you have a blunt in your hand, you're like, dog, then this is a person you call You call up. Who's Joe, that person? My best friend, Joe Jackson. Yeah? Joe. I can't even sit there and lie. <laughs> it's, it's like me and my best friend smoke, and he's an artist as well, and we get so creative. He's a chef as well. Like, And it's just like we, 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 we create a lot of shit together. He'll create some shit for me just off of saying something. And we'll be able to finish each other's sentence type shit. Like, this is the joy of knowing that you can be around somebody that you can get high with 
to have a same creative mind as yourself. And when I say finish off my senses, that's an amazing fucking thing. Everybody not like that. You need some. You need y'all. Y'all like mentally there. Y'all right. tell tell connect. Uh, ah, you know the word. I'm a Pisces. He's a he's a cancer. Telepathically you know there. He's a water sign as well. So that's right, crew. Right, telepathic. That's the word I'm looking for. For when you got minds connect. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking crew, amazing. Man. So um, but all right. So <clears throat> I want to ask you, did we bring y'all together? Did y'all like Blake? Hey, what's up? What's up? But no, not even just that. Well, uh, I lost my best friend in 2013. Magnolia School. Not condolences. Uh, he died. He caught. He died from a seizure. Or whatever. He suffered with seizures his whole life. Um, but he died of a seizure April 7, 2013. And him and Joe was friends. And in the messages on Facebook, they was writing. And Scooby, before he died, he told me about Joe. He was like, he was like, bro, you have to meet this boy Joe. You would love his energy, would love him do so forth. He, like he the type of person that can hang with us type of shit. And I was just like, okay, cool. Next thing you know, Scooby passed away. But in Joe messages, Scooby was writing him about me and we'll do so forth. When I shut myself off from the world at that moment, you know, I was heartbroken. I ain't out of cope with that. Like this was my real best friend. And I know, oh, that's my brother. No, no, that was my real best friend. Right, right, right. And that was your man, hundred grand. Like Joe, real ass nigga. Joe at the time, and I can speak on this. Joe had a, a a car, like a Jeep SUV to call, and it wasn't that good condition. He drove all the way from home to Uptown, to third and annunciation by my house, parked in front of my door with weed. I got in his truck. We smoked and we talked. And he was just like, man, look, Scooby was who do so far, you know. And I ain't talked to nobody. I ain't opened up tonight. My mom or my family, I didn't talk to nobody about how the fuck I felt inside. But I had talked to him. And we smoked and we talked. I cried, we smoked, who do so far. And from man to man, he was just like, brother, he was like, I just feel like I was sent here for you. Like, he was like, I've I been fucking with your music. I, like, I, I feel like I know you already. And from that day forward, that day, we had never, we never had a fuss, a fallout, an argument, a shady situation, nothing. Not a, me and this nigga roommates. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the point, like, he, he, he family. You get what I'm saying? And sometimes family can fuck over you. You get what I'm saying? But he. But that's the family you made. Right. That's the family I made. And the family, and I feel like any family that I make is, is good family. Especially being older now. You know, you get the. You are the writer and the creator of your story. I tell everybody that. Nobody can hinder you. When people say, oh, that person's going to hinder your blessings. <clears throat> Fuck up out of here. Nobody can hinder something that the universe has that's higher than anything. Fuck wrong with people. The fact that he showed up with a blunt shows a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I was a weed head. And that blunt, like something about weed in that moment just give you a moment to chill and both y'all could just relax Bruh. together. Weed, you is, know? weed is the... You have to smoke and have a real kind of a deep conversation with somebody. Don't get me wrong. It's the kind of denominator. Me personally, like, I don't really think I could date someone that don't smoke weed. Because I'm going to feel like you holding on to a little stress in your body. <laughs> Bitch, I feel like you need to hit the blunt. Something you're not telling me. Something you need to release. Straight up. But a conversation when you high, I think, man, I think it's like the one of the best fucking conversations. Because you... So, a lot of people come out and they like say some real fucking shit and <laughs> you be like bitch I never knew you was that smart I didn't know you knew nothing about that 
You might even think like that. Day that serious. Like, for instance, everybody that's in this room right now, if a nigga busts out, say, bro, what y'all think about UFOs? Everybody that's high, nigga gonna go. Say, bro. Man, people, yeah. You gonna start clicking. Everything starts. You gonna go to, like, everything just go to any certain shit you would not talk about. But if you high, nigga, you gonna talk about it. When you're in the room. And you have a complete thought. Like, let's say, like we have a, like a think tank, right? And people are smoking. That thought process is a, is an amazing process because when you like say like we're coming up with like say doing a song or a new song for your new album, right? Mm-hmm. And you bust out and be like something about UFOs, like as far as a beat or something on the bounce, and everybody start thinking about different sounds of UFOs and what they have. They all, like they mind start wondering all upon like making your shit. Right. But their mind wouldn't jump to get, to get to that wow because their mind was so stressed and thinking about so many other things they couldn't hone in before they had smoked. Right. See? All right. It's All better right. to be high. Let me ask you this then. Since you like to be high so much, what's your favorite strain? Indica or Sativa? For those who don't know, Indica, that's more of a body high. Yeah, uh, most times you want to take that while you go to sleep. Yeah. Sativa, mostly get into the head. Get real creative. Yeah, it's um, sativa. Sativa. I have to say that. I'm a hybrid type of person myself. I like to be. I like myself. hybrid though, but fuck around with me, I get so high, I mix them all in one. You ever had a favorite strain you smoke so far? Uh, they had this fucking uh, uh, shit, blueberry pie. Hmm. I think it was a hybrid. I think it was so fucking good, and it smelled good. It was like a fucking. Oh my god, like a pie. It was so good. Oh, you a roller? Can yes. you roll anything? Joints, blunts, I can roll cars, uh, backwards. backwards. I can roll anything. Anything. I can roll Bible papers. Child, the scriptures. <laughs> the scriptures know a lot. Child. All right, all right. Let me ask you it's something a little bit serious on the topic of weed when it comes to the laws. Like right now, a lot of people, a lot of states are. Having it to where the whole state is passing laws where it's recreational. The South, some places are a little slow to catch up behind. And also, there's people out there who who feel that a lot of people are missing out, especially black people are missing out on the money that's being made by weed and also getting fucked over by the law and the legal system that's been attacked for weed. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, like, what do Hot Sizzle think about that shit when it comes to weed? I feel like make that shit legal. That's how I feel. It's legal already in certain places. This make it legal in the whole entire motherfucking world. You might as well. It is 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 it's a plant, nigga. It's a, it's, a, it's it's people cook with that. And people are cooking with it on TV. People, you sit and 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 it saves people lives. People who catch seizures, like my friend that passed away. Like it's a lot of shit that marijuana helps with. I just saw something. I don't know how true it is about it helps with cancer cells or whatever. Whatever, still and all, make that shit legal. Like, go ahead, and let it be out there. There ain't no hair wrong. I never heard about nobody overdosing. And how do you feel about those locked up behind weed, weed charges? Let them fucking people out. Bring that boy from uptown home. Let huh? them fucking people out. Like, I really feel like let them people out. Go ahead, you know, if y'all just won't find them for selling the product type shit, go ahead and do that. Which you know the motherfuckers gonna try to make their money some type of way, but. Let them peep out. Don't keep them people in jail behind no pet ass fucking marijuana. Some fucking parsley. <laughs> Fuck. Well, we about to wrap it on up out of here, Hot Sizzle. I want to thank you for coming. Before we end the session, we want to do one thing right here. We got this from um, Hot Takes. 
they have what they have is uh, the last dab. Right here, we're gonna have waxed out, and right now I'm about to wax that ass. So, with that being said, we're about to hit some of this wax sponsored by the Candy Man, which right here, if you look on this table, you can see all the candy delectables. Uh, holler at me if you want some of those. But anywho, we're gonna hit this wax right quick, and I want you, as quick as you can, as soon as you hit this wax, to tell me your top three celebrities that you wanna smoke with. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. We got the torch on deck. We got Pickle Rick right here. Hot Sizzle is the first one ever in life to hit Pickle Rick. All right, so this is the first episode we're putting out Pickle Rick. Let's do it, y'all ready? All right, hold this right here. See that right there, that's for you. When I light it up, you're gonna take it right there, pull it in there, smoke it all around, get as much as you can, all right? Try and have a long <laughs> <laughs> Alright man, go, go, go. Hit it, hit it, swing it. Keep, keep, keep doing more, all of it, yeah. <coughs> Alright, now, give me your three, uh, your three top three celebrities that you want to <coughs> if you can. <laughs> oh, by Sunday. Uh, damn. <coughs> I can't even remember. These are the top three celebrities that you would like to smoke with in the near future. <coughs> Jasmine's up. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Jasmine Sullivan, Beyonce, Ariana. And that is it, you guys. That is match one. We want to thank Mr. Hassan White, a.k.a. Hot Sizzle, a.k.a. The Voice of Bounce, a.k.a. The Voice of New Orleans. We want to thank you for being here. We appreciate you. We love you. Tell everyone where they can follow you at right now. Still coughing. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram, Hot Sizzle, The Voice. That's Hot, H-A, Sizzle, The Voice. Everything spelled correctly. Facebook, Twitter. <coughs> Shit. Hot Sizzle King. And you can follow me at Instagram, Joseph Alpha Man Pines. Also, you can follow me on Facebook. Well, Instagram, Joseph Alpha Joe 504. Facebook, Joseph Alpha Man Pines. You can find me on Gumball Monster with all my film and anything you want to see me acting wise. You can check out the crew there. If you want to check me on another podcast, I'm with the Flower Bass Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Podcast Bean, Podbean, uh, Stitch, any, anywhere you find any podcast, we are on there. Holla at us. We want to say thank y'all for our first episode. Smoke one in this bitch. We out. In the smoke section. In the smoke section. In the smoke section. Ain't no stressin', we just flexin' in the smoke section. Light it up and count your blessings in the smoke section. Yeah, smoke section. Love, yeah. I'm a ball like my name Lonzo. Need to get a light pronto. Got a leaf that's fonto. And I'm smack a ass like a bongo. And I'm black like I'm from the Congo. Mono, e mono. And I'm about to roll another one. Looking at the clock where the time go. Fresh kicks with the crew neck. Sure to keep it wet like a pool deck. Long money, long raps. No lies, you know that all I need in my life is some blunts and some beats. Hey, you.
won't catch me slipping like I'm walking in some cleats. The weatherman predicted I was coming with the heat. And I just talked to God and he told me bless the streets with that new new. Light it up like it's voodoo. Blow a smoke like a choo-choo. Chocolate girl, she a you-hoo. Yeah. Hey, you might catch a contact when you sitting in my section You looking for that gas, I point you in the right direction The session's gonna start soon as I find the fire If you with the revolution, yeah, you'll know we'll take you higher in the smoking section